Hello family, yet another segment where I am not alone. So today we are just going to continue. Um, okay, the last topic that we shared uh, when I invited Muchizi, we talked about taking a step. So taking a step, it was a journey into finding God just to um, remind you of the things that we are talking about. So taking a step, it was a journey into finding God and having a relationship with God and having to be intimate with God in um, everything that you are or again finding your purpose. So today again I'm not alone. Today I'm with Mutlacho. So okay for Mutlacho to be here it's just a continuation of our first topic taking a step. So it is taking a step part two but right now we are going to talk uh, to someone who is young who is having a relationship with God and remember the last time we said you know people most of the time they think that uh, having a relationship with God you should be at a certain age or maybe old or maybe being ready to settle down but we are saying that or we said that having a relationship with God it has to start as young as you are you know even at the age of 15 at the age of 10 you know as young as you are you can find God and you can have a relationship with God in so many things that is happening in in life nowadays so it is one way to be rooted and to be focused into finding you and knowing who you are so today ladies and gentlemen out there i am with Motlacho and we're gonna touch on so many subjects in terms of being young and being intimate with god hi Motlacho. hi Siki. thank you for having me thank you for having me on your podcast and i'm so excited okay so okay uh ladies and gentlemen out there young or old okay so um one thing I will like to ask Matlacho, you know, in being young and having a relationship with God, because clearly there are so many things that are going on in, in life, the challenges that the youth are facing out there, whereby we are talking about drugs, we are talking about alcohol abuse, we are talking about even peer pressure, because uh, nowadays, whenever you are having a relationship with God and you're not doing the things that other people are doing, you are considered being weak or being boring. Mm -hmm. So we just, I just, I'm curious guys, I want to find out how does she cope out there whereby there's peer pressure and I believe she goes to school, but she will tell us more about who she is and yeah, how did she come about? How did she take a step? Okay, so I'm going to start from the day I got born again so i got born again in 2009 but my family got born again around i think 2007 if not 2005 i can't really remember so we went to church that year 2005-2006 and everyone got born again at home but i was still young and i didn't get born again because i didn't understand this whole concept like was alone. We are saying fire, fire, and stuff. I really did not understand everything, even Christianity. I didn't understand who Jesus was. I didn't know who Jesus was. So in 2009, um, there was a pastor who was preaching, and um, funny enough, I, I, I something just pushed me to the front to Jesus Christ. And to me, I thought 
I thought everything was gonna change. Like immediately after I say the salvation prayer, my life is gonna change instantly. I'm gonna be able to pray. I'm gonna. There's no need for me to build a relationship with God. I don't have to be building any. I don't even have to be reading the Bible to get a certain level or whatever. I thought everything's gonna happen automatically, but I was wrong. I had to build a relationship with God. I had to read the Word of God. I had to. <laughs> Funny enough, before that, I used to go to church. Remember, my my family got born again in 2006, 2005. Mm-hmm. So I would still go to church. So and 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 what time? How how old were you at that time? I was I was, I was still in primary. Uh, right. I, think I was in grade grade um three grade four. But okay. I got born again when I was in grade six. So my family got born again when I was still in grade. Four. Okay. But I was still going to church with them, yet I was not born again. But then after I got born again, I somehow became a qualified Christian or a professional church goer. Right. Um, let's say yeah, I, I became a professional church goer. Because mm. still I didn't have a relationship with God. Uh, I thought after saying the salvation prayer, then um, that's when you but relationship with God. God. So Instant. now tell me, tell me if ever when you say uh after you were born again so being born again what does it mean to you as as a christian being born again what does it mean to you sure no it means a lot of things it means now you are a new creator mm-hmm. that's the now being born again you're now a christian you are christ-like yeah your lifestyle changes your lifestyle you changes. changes yes and the thing that I missed, I thought my lifestyle will change immediately to call me a Christian. Mm. I don't have to pursue Christ. I thought I would be Christ-like immediately, I believe, and that's where I went wrong. Mm-hmm. So I had to, I had to read. I, I, I had to not only it's not it's not only about going to church. I mm. can go to church like the whole year and still be the same. I yes, it's near. Yeah, so I had to read the Word of God, spend time with God, quality of time, and make a lot of decisions. I mean, being a being a Christian comes with a lot of compromises. You, mm-hmm. you a lot of um, you compromise a lot of things. You, you're constantly making decisions. Yeah. Like, I don't need this in my life. Yes. I need this. You become choosy what you bring into life. Like you become choosy on certain things. I can I can I can associate with certain people because I'm protecting what is within. So that's yeah. Okay. So so you 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 mentioned about now uh, so many things have to change in your life mm-hmm. so number one thing that you change that, that that you said that you should change is how you live your life how you yes. conduct your life right mm-hmm. so that is one thing that i want to ask to dwell on you know uh, whereby the world or the society out there or talking about even the peer pressure mm-hmm. so it is believed that if ever you are drinking you are having sex you are going out to parties nightclubs they it is believed that you are an eat person if ever i can put it like that you fit in everyone wants to be your friend you are not boring you are not being labeled right so you are still young so i just want you to tell me then what are the struggles that you came uh, upon in terms of you living this kind of life this secluded life we can call it like that whereby you don't go to clubs like your normal peers you don't drink you don't smoke you don't even having sex so how, how are you coping in that in, in such of age whereby those things are the norm it's, it's, it's you we have to you know being friends with you you have to be doing what we are doing so if ever you're not doing what they are doing so how, how it feels like how it, it is like out there so 
you still remember milk tea, right? Yeah. Dementia. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember I, I, I had um, someone that I knew from home, mm. and then we were on the same age. And mm. this other day, in fact, my name was Chandra from Bostai. <laughs> on the on. Okay. On the all right. And then this other day, she added me to the group mm. of her friends. I wasn't going to the same school with her mm. in high school. And then when she added me to a group of friends, and then they were talking about things like earthly things that I don't know. Like actually, they were talking about like sex stuff that I had no idea of. And then I was out there being chat of the most. How is my name? Yeah. <laughs> my username. And then that friend or that girl that I knew, she was like, "Oh, my daughter, that one needs to be late. She need she need to get late." Oh. Okay, so I need to get late to to have an opinion on other things. Mm. That means I need to get late to for my point to be heard. Yeah, so it's always a struggle, but then it doesn't really affect me in anyhow because that's a decision that I took when I was when I when I started knowing this God and seeing that actually my life revolves around Him. Okay, so the decision that I had to make that. Come sunshine, can rain, come what? This is what I'm gonna stand. These are the principles that I'm gonna stand for. These mm. are my standards. So uh, for me, and luckily, I mean, I don't get, I don't get easily influenced by things. Whether I fit in, whether I don't fit in, it doesn't change who I am because this is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. This is the lifestyle that God, I believe, Christ wants me to live, and mm. this is who I am. I cannot change who I am. Yes, and you cannot change who you mm-hmm. are. But 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 okay. What I want to know is the pressures out there. Did have you ever felt pressured to do something that you don't want to do, or something that is you know that but this thing is against me and who I am and what I stand for. So have you ever felt pressured to do something? No, <laughs> I've never really felt pressured. Mm. But I feel like I'm always a misunderstood. Like they mm-hmm. don't really understand who I am, mm. but that's okay. That's their opinions about me. But I don't think I've ever been pressured to do something that I'm not comfortable to do. Okay, so yeah. I feel like I'm very opinionated as an individual. I would, I, I, as I said, mm. uh, I'm not easily influenced by things. I'm not easily pressured. So mm. as long as I know who I am in Christ and I know my identity in Christ, I mm. don't think. Not literally nothing that is of the world shakes who I am because mm. the foundation is so strong. So so okay, as as a young person, are you saying that being because you know I believe that young people are struggling with finding themselves and uh, they find themselves in the uh, uh, within the crowd right they found themselves within the crowd because they want to please the crowd they want to do everything that the crowd is doing right and it's never easy especially when you leave uh, your comfort zone at home going to school to varsity that's when now things are changing you are alone no supervision of the parents and things like that so i believe that the most uh, toughest thing that they find is is, is is to be rooted is to you know this is who i am i'm raised uh i come from a certain home you know i'm here to go to school and to make sure that i better my life and the better the life of my my family you know yeah so you are mentioning some things that i believe that for young people it's tough to say you know i know who i am i know what i'm all about and i am not being persuaded or i'm not you know easily 
influenced right so uh, most of the youth out there they are easily influenced by what they see because they see so many things you know people are doing what and what so they are easily influenced so where where does that thing come from whereby you said you're not easily influenced where does that come from were you born with it or it comes from a family or how how i think for me it comes it came with the decisions that i took um after knowing christ and mm. getting to know him more and reading more about him what he wants me as a christian to be okay and then it came with the decision of like this is the way i want to live my life right um this is how i want to live my life this mm-hmm. is how i want to continue living my life these are the rules that i'm going to follow mm. and i don't think if you've made a decision that you're never going to eat meat again nothing can ever tempt you again if you are allergic to meat i don't think you can ever eat meat again mm. so it came it, it's from that point that this is the life that i want to live mm. no matter what i have to stick to this mm. i've made it isn't i promised myself and i've also promised god that this is how i want to live it and also it comes with constantly asking god to help me like god please help me like usually i used to say swear like in my youth like swear i don't want to get astray so yeah i i can continue and say it came from the decisions that i made or the decision that i took that this is the life that i want to live i want to live for christ mm. and yeah he will help me yeah Okay, because it, it's something different to us um okay the like we mentioned uh previously uh for me it was not like motlazri is saying she is young and you know living in this you know this life today is very hard because for me uh being uh rooted yeah in the things of god and and having intimacy with god it had to do with my experiences in life the things that i've been through and i realized that i was tired of doing it over and over again so that is where the decision really or me taking a step came from it came from decisions of me having been tired of doing the same thing and being hurt cry over the same thing over and over again so that's where i'm coming from in terms of me being rooted in having a relationship with god a pure relationship with god not uh, I'm, i'm not saying that i never had a relationship with god but i had a relationship with god but i always have done my things i've never really strictly being called no i'm for god now i'm doing it you know on the straight and narrow so but for you saying that at, at a very young age as young as you are and you say you know what it is not about experience it's about me making a decision you can have me deciding that this is my way of life and whatever that may come the pressures of this world and everything that is going on i am who i am you know and it's very beautiful that you are finding yourself at a very young age because i struggle in finding myself who i am but even though you do want to be this kind of person but now because of everything that is going on around you you can't be your or your mind or you always pressured you always want to experience this it becomes your lifestyle and again we are taught that for you to know something you have to experience it you know and you had to do something to make mistakes you know and again to rectify it it is believed that you make mistake and you rectify by making that mistake you understand but for you it's a different kind of story because you just made up your mind so 
uh, if ever you are young out there it is not impossible it is not that one you say you know what i cannot do this it's all upon you you know because the bible even say greater is he in you than the one that is in the world so you have the power to make a decision regardless whether they laugh at you regardless they're gonna call you names obviously they're gonna say that you are boring they're gonna yeah. say that you're not the eat thing mm. understand but be who you are you see you be misunderstood because we don't want that we don't want to be misunderstood we want to always fit in but what i'm saying is be who you are and being rooted it's okay to be it's okay it's okay to be misunderstood mm-hmm. trust me you'll be misunderstood left right center but it's okay so but, but 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 how, 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 how did that make you feel because obviously most of us we want to fit in mm-hmm. but now if ever you are in an environment whereby you are being cast out mm-hmm. and you are misunderstood so how does that feel no it, it, it never really bothered me that much <laughs> It really never bothered me that much. Mm. Like if I'm in a place and they feel like my opinions don't matter. I mean, I, there was sometimes like some experiences that I've encountered, and then they'll be telling me that we're not because you don't have experience. So mm. whatever you say, you're not gonna take it. You don't have experience, and it never really bothered me. It's okay. Mm. It, like it's okay. That's your opinion, but I'm, I'm gonna stick to who I am. Mm. Like whatever you say, it's like they was just bounced back. It really never got into me because i know who i am it goes back to that i know who i am whatever you say it will never affect me i think i've protected the inner thing so much nothing can go in and destroy or nothing can convince me otherwise that that is the way i should live i've convinced myself in not really convinced myself but i feel like i have gotten so much truth and nothing can convince me otherwise I want to live for Christ. I want to be like him. Mm. And there's nothing that can change that. Mm. And 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 this decision came when you were okay, so came, young. Yeah, I was so young. It came when I was so. I think I was still in early day. Okay, maybe when I was in high school. Mm. I think it started when I was in grade nine, grade ten. Mm. Yeah, that's when I wanted to see God. I, literally, I was like, God, I want to see. You. But what led you to that God? I want to see you. Okay, so God happened in grade seven. Yeah? I mm. had a friend. My friend used to write like how she feels and stuff mm. in a book. And then I wanted to copy her. I, I, we were sharing the same table, and she used to write in a book like like she was good with words. And I wanted to copy her. But then what surprised me was like when I was writing, I was like, God, if you come here, I'm gonna take you to the shop. I'm gonna buy you clothes. I'm yeah. gonna buy you this and that. But I, I guess that was just, I just, I was so curious. I was like, I want to know God. Remember, I got born again when I was in grade six. Mm-hmm. So now I was in grade seven. I just, so curious, like, yo, God, if you come to hell, come to earth, yo, we're going to go shopping together, hold hands. But then I guess that was just me as a kid thinking. So um, what happened was in grade, in grade eight, no, grade nine, grade 10, mm-hmm. we used to have foundation prayer at church. Like, we would fast for from Monday and then we break on Friday. Like, mm-hmm only drink water and stuff so every time on my prayer request i was like god i want to see you um i think it was because of the story of moses that really encouraging me so much i was like if moses was able to see the bag of god and then i was like uh, what what's stopping me from seeing yeah yeah i also want to see you i also i want to see your glory show me your glory i think it's because i also love that song by 
and Jesus Christ and show me your glory but yeah, I yeah. Like, God show me your glory I want to see you so the more I was like God I want to see you the more that he was coming close and close and the relationship was going I'm yeah, saying, stronger. I'm him <laughs> yeah. I never get to see him, see him like Moses did mm. but then I think that that also had or oh, it I don't know it, it somehow brought us more closer and closer because I, I I just wanted to see him I wanted to hear him I was mm. like God I've been hearing a lot of things I want to know your voice you know if my mom walks in a room mm. and I'm not looking at her I can tell that that's my mom who's speaking mm. and I was like God I also want to hear that this is you who's speaking mm. it's not just a formula but yeah like that's what pushed me to have a relationship with God I, I just wanted to see God <laughs> yeah. Mind yeah. I, I no I I can relate to that, you know, being curious because you know when you start uh, this journey with God, you know, for me I always said it's like a candy shop, you know. Mm. So in the candy shop there are maybe lanes lanes to infinity. And and you get curious that the first lane it will be like this nice sweets that you never tasted. And but now you're just curious for okay, if ever this first lane the sweets are so are so sweet. What about the this what more is in store for me? So it it, it goes like that. For me, I I, I will really I, I'm relating to that when you say it's curiosity because yeah, for me I was curious for okay God, if ever you can do this, what nice. more and can you do? So nice. Imagine the yes so, yeah. so, and for you i can imagine it was so nice it is very nice because now you are starting at a very young age you know i i, I was saying that the other time that you know what if ever i could go back you know and talk to my 20 year old or 23 year old i i i think i would want my 20 year old to be you <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wish I could go back and we say, yes, we have. But you know, I just for 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 me, the way things turn out, you understand. So from from knowing what I know now, I just wish that. Oh God, why didn't my twenty three or my twenty year old be seeking God? But that you're right. There there were some things that we had to go through. It, it had to be the yeah. way it is right now for me to be here right now. That's how you fashion your days. Yes, you see. <laughs> so, so yeah, I believe. But, but, but yeah, you know, you, you can't stop wondering. You know, if ever I, my life was like this before, mm-hmm. what could have happened? Because it's a beautiful thing when, you know, a very young, a young person like you talk about having a relationship and intimacy with God. Whereas most of us, we not really failed. You understand uh it, it, we we wanted it but it was so hard for us because of our journey because of our experiences and everything that we went through in it so the other thing that i wanted us to talk about is a very i don't know if ever i can say it's an elephant like no one want to you know <laughs> because each and every time you know we talk about because we are made into believing that you know what for a person to keep a man or a person to you know sex is it, it is made into this thing whereby you need to have sex you know you need to have sex for a, a man not to run away or to keep a man let me just say that because i when i was young i believed that because there was this thing that uh, uh, i don't know it, it was made into it was normal let me just say that it was normal that you know what if ever you want to keep a man you need to have sex imagine or regardless how old uh, uh, how old or how young you are so the time that you had sex your mind is to keep a man 
I'm having sex so that this man won't go away. But but right now we are still single. So why didn't we keep them? <laughs> why didn't why didn't we keep them? So it's for me. For me, I, I believe even even my reasons for having sex, it was not for this man to to go or to leave me. But right now I'm still single. You understand? So but for for you being pure at at at, at, at this time whereby we believe that you know we have to keep this man by having sex and even when you have sex you feel like you are you know i don't know you are somebody you know you just i don't graduated somehow i don't know (laughs) i I used to feel you are a woman you know i'm a woman because sex is idolized and you grow up into that society whereby you are hearing and you are experiencing or maybe through other people that you know what each and everyone who is having sex they got boyfriend but when now if ever you're not having sex you're not going to have to have a boyfriend so then uh, you being pure uh, and and it was not even being pure for a man or anything it was for god right so now the challenge is that okay then how do you hold it how are you able to keep yourself pure and you never been with anyone right so you are still a virgin so now how do you cope in this society whereby we believe or we were made to believe in that the way to keep a man is you having sex and even youngsters the youth out there they can't i don't know if ever uh, are we, we are we gonna blame the church because now the church is not really preaching or it's not even teaching young people to be pure so do we go back to church or do we say but even our parents they never taught us to be pure or even the society never really played a role whereby we were were encouraged as young women as young girls to keep our, our our purity so then how do you keep it all together and to stay pure uh like right now yeah. Yo, I fear God. I, <laughs> I should I fear God. I feel like I've been repeating myself over and over again about mm. uh, decisions and mm. everything. So, um, I even forgot my point. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, for me, yo, sex is a holistic thing. Mm. Sex is it's an act of worship. Mm. Uh, for me, it's an error. I'm worshiping God. With. I think God created sex as an as an act of worship, and for me, it's just a holistic thing that I can't be. I fear God so much. I can't be. Yeah. So the decision that I took um, mm. when I got born again. I mean, I'm the last one at home, and none of my siblings took the same route as me. I'm the only one who decided. You know what? I'm gonna give myself a different. And mm. I stick to that decision to that decision up to up to this day so temptations will always be there and yeah. i mean it gets harder and harder as as you are in your relationship i mean i'm in a four-year relationship and even my, my partner hasn't really we haven't even we haven't even spoken about it because it's an honest thing we are christians we want to be christ-like so why should we even why should we even discuss about it because mm. the bible says sex before marriage is a sin um uh, like even the Bible is always talking about a wife pleasing the husband and a husband pleasing the wife. Mm. And if you are not in that state, if you are not a wife and you know a, a wife and husband, why should we even talk about it? So um, I think it goes back to being rooted in Christ. If you know who you are in Christ, I mm. think temptations will always be there. You mm, always yeah. feel tempted. Yeah, yeah. You 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 always feel tempted, but funny enough. No matter how 
how much I get to do. I never get tempted to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> because I fear God. I feel uh, like, yo, although, like, whether you have sinned um, by having sex or you have sinned by lying, the mm. sins are equal. But mm. for me, I feel like that one, yo, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can't do it. I, I can't do it. It never even comes to my mind, no matter what. Because mm. I just want to keep my fullness of saving myself until until um, marriage. Mm. Yeah. And and uh, you know for and uh, I also <laughs> sorry and also uh, um, for me it's more of honoring God with my body. I mm. don't think there's any other perfect way I can honor God with my body besides being pure. Yeah. Mm. Besides being pure. So. It somehow motivates me in a way. It yeah. motivates me to keep on holding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I'm honoring God. Okay, yeah, and and you know what, ne? Um, yeah, for me, I, I believe when I uh, broke my virginity, you know, um, that, that that's when you lose yourself, really, really. That's when even we spoke about it, me and which is the last segment that you know we've lost or i've lost myself when i lost my virginity because now i felt that there's nothing to hold on to it comes to that point that okay suki what is it that you're holding on to like now you are being able to open up to each and every not each and every man that you meet that okay if ever i'm not a virgin why am i holding it you understand why yeah so it came to that for a why what is the reason what is the point do you understand like like that's when uh now being as old as i am that's when i'm realizing that okay the thing when i i lost myself when i lost my virginity because now i felt that there was nothing to hold me there was i didn't i didn't have anything to stand on to for for me to say no i'm staying pure and i'm pure even right now it's still so difficult because when you just tell someone that you know i'm celibate you know the first question that they're gonna come into their mind but don't you have a child yes i have a child didn't you have sex before yes i had sex before you also so it always comes to that it's a challenge you understand okay so now you are celibate but you have a child so how do you explain yourself to the next person that i'm celibate because no one will understand what how do you become celibate when you have a child but now it is never you know having a relationship with god it it is so amazing that god does not think the way we are thinking or god does not judge the way we judge whenever anytime you come to god even at no matter what age that you come to god and you make a covenant or the vow with god or god i'm choosing to be celibate do you understand me so god accepts you what it, it doesn't matter where you've been it doesn't yes, matter no because when when god looks at you you're still his child yeah when the people of this world look at you they they see these people who have lost herself or they even you know you know the, the people of this world they can even I don't know if ever they are able to weigh your value. They weigh your value. If ever you say, you know, I had sex and now I, I, I want to, be, I, I, I'm celibate. It's like they are weighing you, horror. But now, what what is the use? You understand? So we get caught up in that thing that okay, what is the use? Because I got caught up, horror. What is the use? Why am I holding myself? Why why am I keeping myself? Because already I had sex. It was something that I struggled with. So 
in that saying you know i'm commending you i'm really really commending you Hora. you know what you are still a virgin and i will i'm i'm really really advising you stay a virgin up until you get married because some of us we made mistakes some of us we did things that we're not even supposed to be to have done before but i'm not gonna hold myself or maybe just be tough on myself but i'm thankful now that i was able to come back you know and come out of that and still go back to god and say god here i am i'm still your child i know use me you don't judge me as the world judge me you understand because we idolize sex so much sex so much and i pray and i i i want churches you know to 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 preach or to teach young girls out there that you know stay pure before marriage because there's a difference don't sometimes we abstain and we think whether we appear for God or we are celibate. You are abstaining up until you get a boyfriend. But when you are celibate, you are celibate for a purpose, mm. for marriage. Mm. So uh, I'm looking at the scripture. Oh, before you go to the scripture, um, what, what you mentioned about going, uh, I mean, after sinning and still going to God mm. and accepting you the way you are, mm. it reminds me of um, <clears throat> that time when uh, they caught the woman. The time when they, they caught the woman who was the one woman who was caught in the act of adultery, mm. and then they took him to Jesus, mm. and Jesus accepted her the way, the way he the was, way he was that caught was. in the act, in, of, the, act. in the act, and he still he accepted her the way he, the way she was, mm. and still put it. So so so. Of that, regardless mm. of that, he was he was still defending. She was, he was still defending her that if one of you, one of you, if one of you does not have sin, let cast the first cast stone. The first stone yeah. yeah. Regardless of everything, so God mm. is always willing to God, God is always willing to to accept you the mm. the way you the way are. You Even are. after you've done that sin, like. Mm. He's ready. And he's ready. Yeah. And, and, and he's a girl. He's a god of second chances he's because he said, "Go and sin no yeah. more." You see, right there, and then he she, he was giving her a second chance. Yes. Go and, and sin no more. That's a second chance right yeah. there. So uh, um um you you know the thing about us as Christians, I believe that we want to look perfect from the outside we want people to think that no it's perfect it's good it's beautiful because we are so afraid of being judged because we because judge ourselves the Holy Spirit will convict us mm. we want to keep the picture we are as a Christian mm. we can't be doing certain things but deep down you know yourself yeah deep down you know yourself and, and you, you know what for me Mutlacho, sharing your stories out there and saying you know what I this is my life this is my sin I'm struggling with one two three four five you understand as much as the world will judge you out there but now the person who you are crying to it is not for people it is for God and God is the only one who's going to restore you who's gonna help you and put you together again but now if ever you're gonna hide so that people they be they can believe that you got it all together that is why for me I believe that is why it is been so hard for other people to come to church because they see this church as perfect we only it's like churches accept only perfect it does not only see you as you are when you come as you are the church rejects you but if ever you come as perfect the church welcomes you you understand me so that is why it is so hard nowadays to even be a a, a person who has the so many faults and going to church because now the church is gonna as as, as much as they should accept you but they're gonna reject you because of no you, you don't you don't look like it's, it's like you have to look a certain way for church 
Don't you believe that? Yeah. Nowadays, I believe for we have to look certain way we for church. Do you understand? <laughs> so in terms of being ourselves and we just wonder why people are not going to church, they are sitting at home because they don't feel like they fit in into the standard of the church nowadays. Even the church has standard nowadays. So that is how hard it is. So, but you know what? Uh, for for me, uh, I, know, I don't know. I, I wish that, you know, many, especially young people, you know, I wish they can go back and, and just find themselves. You know, I, I wish that they could start or maybe have a relationship with God. And we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But something is guaranteed. Life is guaranteed in the presence of God, in the shelter of the Most High. Life is guaranteed. You don't, you don't have to be perfect. You don't, you don't have to be perfect. Even the Bible says that we are not perfect, but He perfected. Mm. So we don't have to be all holy and righteous and evil. So, so from class of for someone who is young, who is struggling out there, and who is saying, you know what, I want to have a relationship with God, but now because of the life that I've already chose for myself, and it is so hard to get out. So, how how do you overcome? How do you will you advise someone out there and and help them to overcome whatever the situation that they are in? So, how do you overcome everyday struggles, the the peer pressure, the Uh, the temptation how do you come out each and every time and how do you overcome those situations um there's nothing that is impossible with god and i've um not been resistant but for the longest time i've always known that i have so much power in my tongue Mm. whatever i say comes to pass if i say for example i I feel like my my thoughts are being contaminated or i'm thinking some you know we see news a lot of things we can see with our eyes we can see with our thoughts and let me say for example i feel like now i'm dwelling so much on things that i shouldn't be dwelling on i can just speak a word against it and i think me reading i mean if you read the word of god and you fight back with the word of god that's when you overcome most of the challenges if not all actually you will overcome 100 percent of the challenges that you face the things that even temptations as well i mean the Bible says that um, his word is sharper than the devil and his sword. So whatever you say, if you declare the word of God against that thing, that's where you overcome. That's how you can overcome every challenge, literally all the challenges. Mm. So if you are a young person as me and you you feel like you have messed up. And you are troubled with everything that is going on around you, the temptation, the peer pressure. You are, you Because everyone, I, I mean, there's no one who does not want to fit in. Everyone wants to fit in out there. Yeah, I mean, besides you all you it's not that because I, um, I'm still a virgin and I have a relationship, but it doesn't mean that I'm not a human. I am a human. I'm living on planet Earth where there's all sorts of temptations around me. But I have to remember what is my goal? Do 
do I want to go to hell or do I want to go to heaven? Do I want to do I do I want to have a relationship with God? And if you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will always mm. always convict you before, during, and after. Before mm. you can even convict <laughs> yeah. you, he will convict you. You just have to you just have to be always listening to mm. what the Holy Spirit is saying. Mm. And for you to reach that stage where you can now tell them, okay, Holy Spirit, I yeah, that you say you should not do that. Mm. I think you should, you should read your Bible. Mm. Pray. Spend most of the time with your God. The thing is now, social media has replaced God so much in our lives. Mm. The television, the Instagram, and Facebook, and WhatsApp. Instead of us spending time with God and just looking and just having this thirst and and the hunger to hear more and being curious. I mean, I want to. Hey, I'm not saying I want the blessings that Moses heard, but whatever. Yeah. But if Moses was able to see God, yeah. who am I? But, but now, again, the Bible says we shall do exploits than Jesus did. More exploits than Jesus and did. Us? And what's stopping us? What's stopping so, me? I so, also <laughs> so, really, in a nutshell, you are saying uh, stand your ground. It, 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 it is bound to be tough. Obviously, you're going to. It will be tough. People they will talk. People they always they talk. Yeah, they will persecute you. Yeah. Why are you being like this mm-hmm. when other people are doing this? And yes, I think it also it also um come to the foundation. If your foundation is not firm, if your foundation is not strong, oh. whatever comes your, your way will shake. So, are you saying your parents played a role in in that foundation? <laughs> my parents did not play a role in my foundation because I remember last time when I was I went home, um, I was from the hospital and then when I went to the hospital, I had a problem with my back pain and then the nurse kept on saying, "Are you taking your prep map?" And I, I, I didn't even know what prep is and I kept on saying, "Prep map? No, I'm not taking prep. I, like I didn't know what a prep map." And then she exclaimed, like, "No, I'm uh, no, I'm not really. I'm not sexually active." And she didn't believe me. And then when I went home, I told my mom, my mom was with my dad. Because your man is to go to the hospital. They kept on telling me that I should take pep meds and what was what, what. But then I told them, I told them that Mina, I'm not even sexually active, I'm not having sex. And my dad couldn't believe it. He was like, huh, really? I'm gonna come with the cherry. You see, even, even your parents didn't believe that you are not having knows, sex. My mom knows, but then my dad was so shy, was like, huh? So now your father found out that you are a virgin for the first time. For the first time this year. <laughs> no, man, it was last year. So yeah. I think my, my mom, my mom played a role in helping me to pray because my mom is a prayer woman. My mom is always praying. So mm-hmm. even when I was young, I would even tell her, okay, when you pray, just pray so that I can say whatever that you say. So mm-hmm. in a way, she pruned me um, and helped me to know how to pray, read the Bible and stuff. So I can say she played a role in building a relationship with God because, mm. I mean, I didn't know how to pray. I mm. didn't even know what to say, but she helped me that. So I can say in a way, she helped with the foundation mm. by helping me to pray and reading the word of God. From reading the word of God, I can stand on my own. I can declare the word of God that all right so, yeah, uh, yeah so so now are you saying regardless where you come from whether you had a uh, uh, uh 
you were raised in a family whereby you were given the foundation to know God or not uh, uh maybe let's say you uh, you were you are uh, you you uh you come from a, a family whereby they know God they teach you about yeah. God the foundations or and the other one maybe does not come from that particular family whereby there is like like me like me I come from a family whereby yes we eight together we love together but we were never a, a family that will pray together do you understand me so are you saying even you can take a decision it is not really you dependent on that yeah, you can take a decision and say you know what even though i never had such background but for me it's about you taking a decision yes. it's about you knowing who you are and what you want in life yeah remember when I, when we started the conversation i said my parents my family got born again in 2005 Age 12 verse 1 uh, it says remember your creator in the days of your youth before the days of trouble come and the years approach when you will say i find no pleasure in them so uh, really this scripture is just teaching us as youth or as youngsters that you know what you should remember god like you should have a uh, you should you should have a relationship with god you should always seek to have a relationship with god whether you come from a, a, a background whereby the, you were taught about god or even even though you're not taught about god but i believe for nowadays because there is social media we are been taught we are we, we we have insight in so many things we yeah. know god even though you were never taught about god but you go you know god it's, it's about you what you want and it's about really you making a step and taking a decision that this is who i am this is what i want if ever you go into things and you read the word of god because matlatra keep on expressing that you need to know the word of god in order to know god in order to have a relationship with god because the word of god is that path that lead us really into righteousness that lead us to have an intimate relationship with god so you need to be rooted you need to have a relationship it doesn't matter how old are you if ever you told yourself that this is what i want nothing will stop you no one will say anything that will stop you from pursuing god and knowing god and understanding what you are all about yes there will be temptations yes you will be tempted there will be pressure out there because you know you want to fit in you want to be like everyone else but now the question is that what does it benefit you to become like anyone else because you were not created to please anyone else god did not create you to please anyone else because people they will never be satisfied something that i've learned people will never be satisfied whether you do good they will always complain whether you do bad they will always complain but it's upon you to take a decision because this is your life this is your life it's about you it's about finding your purpose it's about living the way it will benefit you that it will, it will because remember it is not about you only it's about generation to come because you're going to have kids you your, your kids will have to because the bible says we will be you know you know in exodus 20 
you know where the bible says um i don't know if i'm gonna say it with english i don't know that you know we will suffer because of the consequences the sins of, of our parents do you understand so why don't you start now taking a decision and really pave a good way for your children pave a way for generation to come because we are generational impactors of our time whether you live in the in in whatever that you are right now you are the generational impactor of that time yeah. so yeah yeah and another thing just to say on that um the bible god god encourages to live a holy life yeah he he says that be holy as i am mm. and it's not only because of i mean purity doesn't make like 100% or or 90% of a holy life but it's part of it mm. god is always you know he's advising us he wants us to be holy as he is mm. and and living holy is not perfection but mm. it's a lifestyle to honor god yeah like holiness is a lifestyle to honor god you honor him with your body mm. you honor him i mean the bible says that our body is the temple of god yeah. and we don't want to be contaminated so I would advise people out there that honor God with your body. Mm. Honor God with your body. Worship Him. Yo, worship Him with your bodies. It's, mm. a, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's it doesn't a lifestyle, require you to yeah. be. Lifestyle, li- holiness is not doesn't require you to be perfect mm. but it's you honoring god. it's you honoring god yeah yeah it's not you because people they will think oh, ah that one you know he thinks he's holy and everything mm. but it is not about that really when it's god about you honoring god saying, be perfect yeah be, yeah I yeah want perfect people always, like i'll be holy as i am it's not a cause of perfection mm. but it's rather a lifestyle to honor god to honor god yeah all right god so uh, guys <laughs> so we uh reached the end of our segment so i just believe and hope that we are learning a lot you know if ever you are young out there know that it is never too late and you know you can start to have a relationship with god anytime and live a pure life to honor god it is not about being perfect because god already knows that we are not perfect but it's about you honoring god with your body it's about you worshiping god with your body that is something beautiful that magacho has said she is saying that she is not honoring god with her body she is worshiping god with her body by being pure and by yeah but remaining pure up until she is married so it's a beautiful thing so uh she is like you and me or she's like you out there whereby there are temptations there are things all around she wants to fit in also but now the most important thing is to honoring god the most important thing is to having a relationship with god and to be able to be who she is or who god has purposed her to be so whatever they are going to talk about you they're gonna think you're making yourself perfect but if ever you know who you are it's all about standing your ground really and it's all about you taking a decision that it is not about you it is not about the next person but it's about me and it's about the generation that i will be impacting that is coming after me so i hope you've learned a lot and i have learned a lot who says you can learn from someone who's younger than you <laughs> so so i've learned a lot and i'm still saying it if ever i can go back to my 20 something year old i will still wish that yeah so so thank you for for listening and i'm hoping that someone is blessed out there someone is encouraged out there and someone will take a decision to lead 
a pure life to honor God and to worship God with the with their pureness. So whenever that wherever that you are, don't even think about who is gonna say what about you. Take a step and boldly live that life. It is about you. It is not about the next person. So honor God with your body. Worship God with your body. Until next time, stay blessed. <laughs>